Okay, so our guest today runs a massive Instagram page and they um, show the newest trends from golf style to clubs. Um, that page is Golf Heads. They have a, over 100,000 followers on Instagram and they're known as the hypest community in golf. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome the owner and creator of Golf Heads, um, John. So John, thanks so much and welcome to the New Nine Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brandon. So I, I'm really interested. How did you start Golf Heads? How did you go from zero to 100,000 followers? Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely didn't happen overnight. Um, so it started about three years ago. Um, I just remember being in my car and um, I was just scrolling through Instagram. And I remember seeing uh, one of the new um, Air Jordan 1 golf shoes, like the official ones. And I saw them on a page. I couldn't remember which page it was, but I thought it was really cool to see that kind of incorporated into golf. Um, I've never seen anything like that over the years of playing golf. And uh, yeah, then you know how Instagram is, you just kind of go through a rabbit hole of, of just looking up things. And yeah, I just found there was a, a, a you know, an opportunity or a kind of a missing niche of, of just cool things like that to, to represent the game. And um, that's when I just decided maybe I should you know, just start a, just start a golf account, you know, see how things go and uh, just create it as a platform to share things that I enjoy. Um, and yeah, just over the years, it's just grew steadily and I was able to like, connect with a lot of like-minded people uh, who just love the game um, and also love, you know, different ways to express yourself in golf. Um, a lot of great companies as well doing some really cool, unique things, um, whether it's like painting a Scotty Cameron or uh, swapping out shoes or um, just coming out with new new golf brands that are, you know, a bit, uh, a bit more trendy. So that's kind of how the page, page grew um, kind of organically on its own. That's wicked. And that's exactly how I would have found you. I'm huge into Air Jordans, huge into golf stuff that is just yeah. more than the big box retailer, you know, to find a pair of shoes that you won't find at your local golf store. And that's all your page is, is just all this really cool custom stuff. And like you said, you're really sharing um, the network within that golf community to put a spotlight for people who may not have ever seen Air Jordans, where to get Air Jordans, what they look like, that type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sorry, yeah, I just I wish I bought those Air Jordans when I first saw it because they're they're worth like two thousand dollars now. On it's crazy, so. you know. There's so many people that um, buy them just to flip them, and it almost yeah. saturates the market, right? Like initially, when I got my first pair of golf Jordans two or three years ago, yeah, you know, to pay a couple hundred bucks is no different than buying the newest Foot Joys or Adidas. And then you see yeah. someone selling them a year later for a thousand bucks, you're like, oh my god, you know, I've worn these and you know, I can't <laughs> a thousand bucks. Um, did you have a social media background, or what do you do full time? Um, so yeah, so full time, I, I do have a, a full time job. Um, very fortunate at this time to have one. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's in the tech industry. I just work for a software company, doing some uh, sales and marketing for them. Um, in terms of my social media background, I guess I do. I did start, uh, you know, a side project uh, years before Golf Heads. Um, it did end up kind of not panning out, uh, but I did learn a lot in terms of just. Um, growing a page, a community. Um, it was related to uh, mobile gaming, um, okay. which I thought at the time was a kind of a, a booming um, industry. And, uh, you know, definitely uh, led to a lot of opportunities, but I just realized it wasn't something I was truly passionate about. Um, so once that kind of died off, um, I kind of applied a lot of those things that I learned into golf clubs, um, just kind of, you know, being consistent and, uh, being first to post uh, a lot of cool things. Um, so, so yeah, that's where I learned a lot about just growing the page and growing social media. 
That's wicked. Did any, did you have any mentors try to help you grow the social media game or was it just like a lot of uh, trial and error? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I would, uh, you know, try to apply any resources I learned online, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of it's just, um, yeah, take, just doing it and uh, learning from, uh, you know, what has, what sticks, what doesn't stick. Um, yeah, that, that's when you learn the most is when you actually do things. What are some uh, techniques that you found to be quite successful in helping to grow your niche? Yeah, I think the main thing is um, consistency. Uh, you know, posting every day. I, I did so for the past you know three years. I don't think there was a day, maybe one or two off days that I, I haven't posted anything. Um, but a lot of it's also when it comes to you know growing a page. I really think building a community is very important. Um, our page would kind of be just a standard Instagram page if people weren't commenting and sharing and engaging with the things that we curate. So um, just kind of interacting and just being present on those platforms, showing that there is someone behind the page uh, will definitely help uh, you know, grow the account. That's wicked. Um, do you take a look at who your followers are? Do you have any notable uh, followers? Do you look for the check mark, the verified check mark? <laughs> I mean, I definitely come across a few. Um, yeah, there's there's a ton. I just noticed that there's a lot of them um, in different sports leagues, like the NFL, uh, baseball, soccer, uh, football, basketball. Um, there, there's a, there's a few there. Um, there have been a few that kind of yeah, slid, like slid in the DMs asking a question about something. Um, so like uh, Canelo Alvarez, a big big boxer, um, Macklemore. Is, a, is an artist um but yeah they you know they they follow the account but i think uh, there are a few um kind of non-celebrities that follow the account that uh that you know i really enjoy kind of interacting with um and they really kind of represent uh, a lot of the things that we share on our page um so a few like uh, iconic eruption if you want to give him a, he's a really like a hype beast golfer you know, okay. there's some really cool pictures of him kind of uh, sharing a lot of his his, uh, his products that he owns. Uh, Ninja Mike 510, he, he just started golf two years ago, but uh, just should show that he really loves the game. Um, uh, a few other ones as well, like DJ Lance, he, he, he does some stuff with like um, some graphics, uh, swapping out shoes and stuff like that. So a lot of these guys are, are, are accounts that I, I really enjoy to follow. That's wicked. I'm sure it's yeah. so rewarding to see that this three years of hard work that you've put into, now you're starting to get recognized by some pretty big, um, you know, A-listers and from all different sports. That's what's cool about golf is that you don't have to just be a golfer. You could be a basketball player that happens to golf or uh, a rapper that golfs. You know, it's really cool that you're tying yeah. in the community and making it more modern and cool that it's not this old, old man sport that, you know, you have to wear your high socks kind of thing that is definitely trending into a younger generation. So. Um, I'm interested how you got your start into golf. When did you start golfing? What's your golf game like? How did you kind of get into it? Yeah, so my golf game is uh, a work in prog progress, uh, that's for sure. Um, but I, I love golf. So I, I started playing actually uh, maybe in high school for the first few times I went out with my brothers and my dad. Um, they were really big into golf. Um, but at the time, I wasn't really passionate about the sport. I, I kind of grew into love it over time as you kind of develop your game and, you know, play some great courses and um, just getting outside. Um, but yeah, you know, early on, I just kind of did it casually. Uh, and then eventually um, I really just grew to love it after 
you know, after college, um, went to some company tournaments, uh, got out with my buddies quite a bit. And, uh, and yeah, once you kind of uh, get your first birdie and hit a few nice drives on the fairway, you mm-hmm. kind of see uh, a glimmer of hope and you start to get hooked into the game. But that's what's so good about golf is that there could be 100 bad shots, but you have two good shots, and that's what keeps yeah. bringing you back for the next one. Um, yeah, I, yeah. just to expand on that, I just remember, like, you know, normally I would wake up at just a regular time for work and whatnot, but when it comes to golf, I'll, I, would, I can wake up at, like, 4 a.m. and get pumped for, for a round. Yeah. But that's when I also kind of realized, like, wow, I'm really into this sport. So. I forgot to ask you earlier, where in the world are you? Where are you coming to us from? Yeah, so I'm in uh, Mississauga. It's, it's a town right outside of uh, Toronto, Canada. So up north, uh, just like you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the only downside is it's not year-round golf weather. So uh, try to get out as much as you can. What are some courses in the Mississauga area that you like to get out to? Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of good courses in my area. Um, nowadays it's kind of hard to book around, but um, yeah, I used to play a lot of uh, Lionhead. I've been out to uh, Glen Abbey. Um, some, some decently well-known courses, but for the most part, it's uh, a lot smaller tracks that aren't really ranked or well-known. Um, there's uh, one called Bondhead, which is a pretty challenging course. Um, uh, Piper's Heath, so that's a link style. So there's a there's a few around this area. I try to kind of mix it up and go to all different types of courses. That's wicked. Is Glen Abbey one of the nicest courses you've played, or what do you think is the best course that you've played? I would have to say it is, but at the time I wasn't that good at golf. So like, it was kind of a blur. <laughs> to be right. Yeah. I don't really remember any holes. I just remember shanking it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I would say that's up there. I, I would say Lionhead is definitely a challenging course uh, worth checking out if you're ever in this area. Okay. Have you played into the States or have you played much golf uh, in your travels? Um, I, I haven't really played in the States. I played a few courses in San Francisco uh, when my brother was out working there. Um, but yeah, I was actually, I was invited to play Torrey Pines this year, but then the whole, uh, oh, COVID. Uh, COVID kind of, uh, shot that, shot that down. So, but, but that's definitely my goal is to kind of go out there and play some of the top courses and yeah, I'm just really trying to work on my game right now. I'm interested. You run such a big golf page. Are you biased to certain clubs? Are reps sending you clubs? How do you choose what type of clubs you're going to be playing? Yeah, so no, I haven't been sent any clubs. Um, I do have a mixed bag. Um, I would say well, I'm a little brand biased. I do like uh, Mizuno quite a bit. Um, so I do have uh, Mizuno irons, um, the JPX 919s. And then I have um, an M6 driver, which I just recently got. But then uh, my wedges and my three wood and my three hybrid are all kind of older clubs that I've stuck with for quite a bit. So I have okay. some, uh, Nike wedges and uh an rbz three hybrid and a, a burner three one which you know still working out for me so uh, i haven't switched those out yet wicked what kind of putter do you got uh, i have a i have a spider x um Kaylee made uh, i just switched to that from a from a blade putter so it took a while to kind of get used to but yeah i'm liking it so far sure Wicked. Cool. Um, what about shoes? I imagine you have a, a huge shoe game for golf shoes. Tell me about the type of shoes you have. Yeah, I have, I do have a decent amount. Um, I have the Jordan 11s. Um, also a couple of Air Max 
uh, Air Max ones, uh, the um, the real tree ones, as well as just the white pair. I normally go with those. Those are I like the on and off course spikeless shoes. Um, I'm just really lazy to kind of bring an extra pair of shoes. Um, but probably my favorite pair that I own, which now they're kind of all beaten up, but are my uh, Tiger Woods thirties. Uh, okay. Um, and then apart from that, yeah, I have uh, Govern who does uh, sole swaps. Uh, I have a pair with him, which I haven't used. They're high top, so I'm curious to know how those feel. And uh, True Links, uh, I have a great casual line of, of shoes there, uh, and a New Balance pair. Um, so I like to mix it up. You know, I'm not just all Nike, but uh, I do like to see like more comfort, functional shoes as well. Totally. Well, it's funny you mentioned those Tiger 13s because I can remember those being the most comfortable shoe for the longest time. I wish they would do a re-release or a modern style of those. I wish they would bring them back. Yeah, I remember. I found those in the outlet actually uh, on sale. Uh, so I, I wish I knew he was going to make a big comeback because uh, those things are hard to find. Either. It's no a lot of oh, no kidding. Stuff. I was going to ask you, can you think of maybe the best day you ever had on the golf course? Um, so yeah, I had a few. I think uh, early on, while I was just getting into golf, I went to um, uh, the Score tournament, the Score Media. Are you familiar with them? Right? Yep, yep. So yeah, they had a pretty pretty big like charity tournament. Um, so I remember seeing uh, Sergeant Slaughter, the, the wrestler, um, no way. there. Took a picture with him. Uh, a few other kind of like celebrities there. So it was really cool. And then uh, when we got there. Uh, they're just like hooking up all this free stuff and giving out polos, uh, you know, pro shop gift card. Um, and yeah, I just remember it being just a great, great day. Uh, you know, my, some of my work buddies as well. Um, and then afterwards, they're kind of giving out some extra prizes. And, and the last prize was uh, an option for everyone to either get, grab like a watch, like a really nice watch, yeah. or, um, or a mini fridge. And uh, I opted for the mini fridge. I figured. <laughs> something uh, I could use um, at the time. So I remember just going to the back of this barn and they're just handing out mini fridges to like everyone uh, that went to the tournament. So uh, that was just a cool experience. But I think in terms of just golf itself, um, any day that I can do a back-to-back round, so 36 hole, I've only done a few of those. Um, you know, those have been kind of the best, best days on the course for sure. That's wicked. I can't imagine you going to golf and you see Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. You're like, man, I grew up watching you wrestle. Now here he is golfing with me. Yeah, exactly. That's wicked. Can you think of maybe the worst day you ever had on the golf course? Yeah, well, nowadays, I, I don't think there's any bad days on the course, whether you shoot 100 or you shoot uh, in the 80s. But um, I think uh, early on, definitely kind of, you know, when you don't really have the hang of, of your swing, um, and all the stress put on the on the first tee box and throughout the round. Um, there's been a few rounds where I just couldn't get it off the tee really clean, um, and that's been like really stressful. And I, I just remember too, there was a group uh, a few holes ahead of us, but kind of wrapping back our way, and uh, you know everyone that I was with was hitting off the tee perfectly fine, but then when they saw me on the tee. Um, there's a family and the mom like grabbed her two kids like, <laughs> hide behind the, hide behind the, uh, the cart and like kind of peek over to make sure I don't like shank it in their direction. So Man. yeah, that, that was the early days of golf. Luckily I'm uh, not that bad anymore. So yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That is funny. Um, we were talking pre previous to recording, we were talking about um, the new nine culture, that new nine is all about bouncing back from bad breaks. Can you think of a round of golf that maybe you had, maybe it was that round that you're, you know, the mom's hiding her kids from you and then you ended up shooting <laughs> well in the back. Can you think of a new nine experience you might've had on the course? Yeah, it's actually funny. It kind of happened recently. Um, uh, I was playing with my buddies and uh, the fr front, front nine was horrible. Like I, I felt like I, I had like a lot of pieces to my game put together at that point. I even like told my buddies that, that I kind of figured it out, um, which, you know, I tell them all the time. Uh, I say that all the time. But um, yeah, the front nine, it just wasn't going my way. Couldn't, couldn't get the hang of it. Um, but always in the, I always look at it, you know, after the front nine, I always look to kind of restart on the back nine. I always look at the tempo as like, okay, brand new start, gotta stop overthinking. Um, and I was able to kind of start off really strong there and just uh, knock down a few pars. You have to get a few pars, uh, kind of get in the rhythm, um, and you don't overthink your swing. And uh, yeah, that that was the one that I can recall that happened really recently, maybe nice. like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and then I played a really good round last week. So um, yeah, a lot of it's just mental game and, and finding ways to kind of reset. And, and yeah. Totally. It's like what you said that once you start thinking about those swing thoughts and you just start hitting the ball, it's funny how consistent you can be when you just have almost no thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think you've had maybe a new nine experience in life, maybe in work or relationships or the social media game that you've been kicked down, you've been beat up, but then you continue to persevere and, and keep working towards your goal? Yeah. I mean, just in life in general, it happens a lot. I mean, um, you know, in my career, there's been a lot of, uh, times when I felt like I hit like a, a great point in my career uh, and then you know something doesn't work out and I kind of have to re reset and uh, try to think of ways to re reinvent myself. Um, I always feel like in the back of my mind as well I kind of want to kind of uh, be more entrepreneurial and um, start my own things and um, yeah there's been a few of those in the past that haven't worked out either but uh, yeah everything uh, especially starting golf heads you know it's always you gotta always think long term um and kind of not think of like a quick uh you know quick fix or uh, you know quick uh, success you know you always want to kind of uh, build up things slowly and and constantly learn so um, yeah that's i think new nine is like the definition of my life i have multiple new nines that's why I'm glad you can relate to it. I think everyone can relate to it that we all put up with a whole bunch of crap, but it's those positives, the glimmer of hope, that good day, that good message that it really just lifts you up and it reminds us all why we're here and why we're doing what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything other than golf heads? So golf heads is your Instagram golf, uh, H E A D Z or Z. Yeah. Um, is yeah. there anything else that you wanted to plug? Is there anything else that you're working on? You want uh, the followers to know? Um, yeah, I mean, we are working on a lot of things. Um, we do have a couple collaborations coming up uh, that are kind of in the works. Um, probably announce more of that on our page once we uh, get some of those samples going. Um, but yeah, we're looking to just really focus on building the community here, um, you know, share more products and, and also create some more products and um, you know, maybe even start a YouTube channel and stuff like that just to kind of connect more with uh, the people that follow our page so um but yeah hopefully you know this is kind of just the beginning of, of our page and do a lot more of these that's wicked well john i really appreciate you coming on i'm glad to see the face behind the golf heads i had no idea what you look like and you're obviously a beauty so hopefully one day we can link <laughs> up when all this covid's done and we can hit the course and uh, compare shoes 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Calgary, I've been there a couple of times. It's a beautiful place for sure. Perfect. When you're out, we'll have you some nice courses. We'll get you on the mountains and yeah, we'll have a good time for sure. Yes, sounds good. So John, thanks that, again. Man. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it. We'll stay tuned to Golf Heads and I can't wait to see what you're pumping out in the future here. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, thanks John. Stay tuned. Check out our website, new9golf.com. See what hats are in stock and do your best to support the golf community. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.